I also welcome all of you. May the Lord bless us. May He be with us. May He speak to us. May He be at work in us by His Holy Spirit. We have many greetings from all over the world, from Africa in particular, from South Africa, from Benin, from the Congo. The brethren are sending greetings from Denver, Colorado, USA. Brother Genton is greeting the whole church. Yes. Then we have greetings from Finland. Brother and Sister Holveti they have even given a, an amount of 1,000 euros for the help of Haiti. Then we have more greetings, special greetings from Brother Mbie with all the preachers who are now connected. Then we have very special greetings from Brother Ellis from Edmonton. He's greeting all of us. And he's greeting in particular Brother Rus. Then we have greetings from Cape Town, from Johannesburg. Greetings from India, from Pakistan. From Malaysia, from Nepal, just from all over. They are friends, brothers and sisters who are joined with us, who believe the word of God, who received and accepted the word. This couple of lines which we have writ written here in this little flyer, with all the photographs from the trip through Pakistan, you shall just know that God is doing great things, that He is calling out His people from all people's tongues and nations. I myself, I was overwhelmed to see what God has done in the past 38 years since I preached there for the first time, bringing the precious message there. And now I even met brothers here and there who were present at that time and who remained firm in the faith and who even shared the word with others. This time, it really went through the whole country, and wherever I could not get by plane, there I could get by car, more than 600 kilometers. I was driving by car on their streets, but it was worth it. It was worthwhile. And you have seen, also in the French-speaking language, we have it. In the English language, we have it. Now all can speak English. Also in our neighboring countries, all are speaking English now. So, all can look into it. 
It was really blessed and mighty beyond measure. Once I was in Panja, near the border to India, and then again to the border to Tehran, and then I was again close to the border to Afghanistan. And then right at the end, not long, and I would have ended up in China. Just so nice that God has opened doors, that He has granted grace, that the Word, the seed which was sown, brought forth fruit hundredfold. One could almost say thousandfold it brought forth in an Islamic country. And a couple of times I was asking whether the meeting believes the message, whether they are baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the hands went up and a hallelujah was following. So, the word of the Lord does not return void. It accomplishes really for what God has sent it for. Of course, I gave, I dedicated my last strength to the Lord, also according after the flesh. One doesn't get younger, not so. But thanks be to the Lord, He has helped. He carried through, and as I said already, His word went forth so mightily, really with all power of might, and it was accepted and received. Of course, all the security checkups, also, also the military area there where the airplanes were flying very deep, and the uh, police, the armed police, guarded the entrance of the meeting place. It was also strange. Then I shook hands with his policemen, and I wished them the blessing of God. Everything just belonged to it. And I once again have to say, the Lord has given much, much grace. To it. Now, shortly, briefly, what concerns Haiti, God willing, the coming weekend, we will be in Haiti together with our beloved brother from Paris, Brother Didier. Please stand up, Brother Didier, so that the people can see you. Both of us, we will be in Haiti coming weekend, visiting our brethren and taking some things to them and comforting them by the word of God. Then we all heard what happened in Chile. This was really extraordinary. With 8.8, not, not so. In any case, it was extraordinary. And I was thinking by myself, if one looks at the world map, then the earthquake or, or the sea quake just needs to 
breakthrough via Peru, via Mexico, and then it ends up at the west coast of the USA. And if then the San Andreas Fault also is uh, brought into consideration, and the whole thing will plunge into the ocean, this brother Brenham has really said very clearly in the sermon, series 10, series 10, he says, look at the earthquakes in California, and I predict that God will sink this place into the ocean before the coming of the Lord Jesus. I believe that God will sink Hollywood and Los Angeles and all the other places. He will let them drown. They will sink unto the bottom of the ocean. Yes, then he emphasized it a couple of times and then he turns to us he turns to the bride and says if we, if we see all this what is happening then we, we know what we have to do in the next passage Brother Branham said God separates I am also for separation Every Christian is for separation. God separates His people from all the other. They were were always separated. He has chosen a nation. He has chosen the people. He was taking care for separation. He created all the nations. Nevertheless, a real Christian, a genuine Christian, has to be a separated one. He has to separate from all the, from all the things of the world, from all, and only for the purpose namely, to live for the Lord Jesus. Then one more quote. We know, we know, we are aware, the earth has, has gone through real birth pains. The church also goes through birth pains. First, she had to have birth pains. And every time when a prophet came on the scene in the world, then there were birth pains for the church. Then he briefly refers to the First World War, Second World War. Now, just if we can just go back to Chile, there we have a large number of reports, testimonies. Brother Graf 
has a good report from Chile. Brother Manfred, we, some of us, we have received very good testimonies. No brother and no sister, anything happened to them, nothing. Just a little bit of uh, damage. But if one hears that a couple of TVs dropped down the table, then this is not so bad. Not so. And then if one hears that also some some cups and tablets are damaged, and the roads were damaged, broken up, really, it was shaking to and fro. And all went into prayer, and all were unharmed. And for this we are very grateful to God with all our hearts. We have the predictions in the Holy Scripture that all these things will take place. And just... Uh, Briefly now, I would like to share these scriptures with you. And the main, the main thing is, the main thing is that the disciples came to our Lord and they said, tell us, tell us, when will these things happen? Especially in Matthew chapter 24. Matthew 24. He will read the last part of verse 3. Matthew 24, the last part from verse 3. Tell us. Here's just a wait. Tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming? And of the end of the world age. It just became great to me. Tell us, tell us. We want to know it. Tell us what will take place. When will it be? What signs will be before thy return? And then he gives us the overall description in these verses. And in verse 7 we read Matthew 24, verse 7 For nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places. The same we read in the Gospel of Mark, in chapter 13, Mark, chapter 13, verse 4. Tell us, we notice, the disciples, they really wished to know. They said, tell us, 
When shall these things be, and what shall be the sign when all these things shall be fulfilled? Tell us. Also, our desire is, tell us, Lord, tell it to us from your word and by thy word. Tell us. I forgot to welcome Brother Wallström in our midst. Where is Brother Wallström? There is Brother Wallström from Denmark. God bless you. Tell us, Lord, when shall these things be? And we are living in this time in which all these things are being fulfilled. Then in the same way, in the Gospel of Luke, Luke 21, and here we read from verse 8, Luke 21, verse 8, and he said, Take heed that ye be not deceived, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ. And the time draweth near. Go ye not therefore after them. Verse 9. But when ye shall hear of wars and commotions, be not terrified, for these things must first come to pass, but the end is not by and by. The Lord is very precise with His answer. Wars and rumors of wars, First and Second World War, and even, even today. But the end is not coming immediately. Then verse 10 and 11, Then said he unto them, Nation shall rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and great earthquakes, shall be in diverse places, and famines, and pestilences, and fearful sights, and great signs shall there be from heaven. Everything will take place as it is written here. And then, in the summary, from verse 25, Luke 21, verse 25, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars, and upon the earth distress of nations with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring. And this we all have. We heard it. Sea quakes, 
Waves roaring. Everything is happening just as it is written here. But for us, the main thing is in the following verses from verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads. For your redemption draweth nigh. Yes, here we can say loud, Amen. For your redemption is drawing near. Verse 29, And he spake unto them a parable. Behold the fig tree and all the trees. Not only Israel, also all the other nations have received their freedom and they became independent after World War II. One can go from country to country, India, then and then Pakistan, then and then whole of Africa, all the colonies became independent. Not only the fig tree, also all the other nations received their independency. Then, verse 31, So likewise, ye, when ye see these things come to pass, know ye that the kingdom of God is nigh at hand. Verily I say unto you, This generation shall not pass away till all be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Now just, just briefly, from the New Testament, where the earthquakes took place. Matthew 27 at the crucifixion in connection with the resurrection. An earthquake took place. Matthew 27 verse 50 to 54. I just read verse 54. Now, When the centurion and they that were with him watching Jesus saw the earthquake and those things that were done, they feared greatly, saying, Truly, this was the Son of God. And then, in the revelation, at the opening of the seals, in the book of Revelation, chapter 6, we read what will take place. Revelation, chapter 6, verse 12. Revelation 6, verse 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal, and lo, there was a great earthquake, and the sun became black as sackcloth of hair, and the moon became as blood. Then, Revelation 8, again an earthquake, Revelation 8, 
especially the last part of it, of verse 5, and there were voices and thunderings and lightnings and an earthquake at the going up of the two witnesses in Revelation 11, verse 12 and 13, a strong earthquake happens. Revelation 11, verse 13. And the same hour was there a great earthquake and the tenth part of the city fell and in the earthquake were slain of men seven thousand and the remnant here history is, was already written in advance the book of Revelation is actually already history which could be written in advance because God knew all things beforehand. Even if one thinks about it, that from every tribe of the 12 tribes will be 12,000 and then it will be 144,000. Who took care of it? God said it. And that's how it became. And all are there where they have to be. And when the moment comes that the word of God goes forth through the two witnesses to the people, then they are being called out. And they will hear the voice of God. With God, everything is in an order from the very beginning. Now, we of course have to understand what belongs to our placing. Now, just the verses from Isaiah chapter 24, where we are shown what will happen at the end of days before the commencing of the millennium in Isaiah 24 in verse 23 the millennium is shown to us on Mount Zion but from verse 19 it says in Isaiah 24, the earth is utterly broken down. The earth is clean dissolved. The earth is moved exceedingly. The earth shall reel to and fro like a drunkard and shall be removed like a cottage and the transgression thereof shall be heavy upon it and it shall fall and not rise again. One has to read up to chapter 65 and 66 where God promised to make a new earth and a new heaven and this he will do. Let us come now 
to our word observation. Brother John from Bucharest is sending greetings to us with a word from Psalm 102, verse 113, 14. Psalm 102, verse 13 and 14. But thou, O Lord, shall endure forever and thy remembrance unto all generations. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion, for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Perhaps the weight should be laid thereupon. The hour is here. For everything what God promised, the day comes and the hour comes. The fulfillment of that comes of what the mouth of the Lord spoke. In the prophet Isaiah, in chapter 62, we read a very special word. Isaiah 62, he will read only verse 1. For Zion's sake will I not hold my peace, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not rest, until the righteousness thereof go forth as brightness, and the salvation thereof as a lamp that burneth. A very powerful word. For Zion's sake. Always with the, the comparison with the church now. This we can read in Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Here the church is compared with Zion. Hebrews 12. Verse 22, Hebrews 12, verse 22, But ye are come unto Mount Zion, and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, If we read up in Hebrews 11, there it speaks of Abraham in Hebrews 11, verse 9 and 10. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. And now comes the wonderful, not only promise and heir, for he looked for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. The same is with us, of course. 
We are not waiting for the earthly Jerusalem. We are waiting for the heavenly Jerusalem. Once again, back to Psalm 102. The hour is here. The time has come. And we see it in all, on all what we already looked at and what we said already. The whole earth is shaken. What is happening right now in the power and in the manifold way probably it never was on earth before. In Uganda, that's how we heard it. A whole village was, was covered by mud. Even here in Central Europe we had weather things, things which we never knew before. All things are taking place and we see the signs of the time. And we see also that there is no hope among the people. But let me read now from Romans 13 to make us understand what is meant by it when the hour has come. Romans chapter 13, and here we read from verse 11, Romans 13, verse 11 and 12, and that, knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, for now is our salvation nearer than we believed. So, not only in general, the hour is here, but the hour is for us, for us, the church. It is the time to awake out of sleep, as written here. And then having part what God is right now doing. And let me, let me emphasize this now in love. In the message, which we call the Biblical End Time message, we got everything said, what is necessary. And I could even ask now, what was forgotten? And especially to all the brothers who would like to minister and who speak of the fivefold ministry, let it be addressed to them, the word now, which Brother Branham, Brother Branham has said everything for every ministry, that every brother who has a divine call, that let him be evangelist, let him be teacher, let him be a pastor, whatever he he might be, in all the sermons of Brother Brenham, enough was said for everyone. 
for everyone who have the fivefold ministry or who will still get it. And here we are come to the very important point which we have to emphasize also that if in Matthew 24 verse 45 it is said that the Lord will find someone whom he calls faithful and when he sets him over the ministers then not to rule over them not, not to ordain ministries and to, but as it is written to give them food in due time. One just has to read the word of God precisely. And if then brothers are thinking, oh, this man was set over us. No, he is not over them. He was set for the purpose to pass on what God has given us in the all including ministry of Brother Branham. Because that's how he, were, he, how he was told. The message which was entrusted to you, not me, the message which was entrusted to him is forerunning the second coming of Christ. And that we were ordained by God himself to to pass on this divine message, let me say it here very clearly for all the ministering brethren now. Brother Branham was not set over all the ministries, but he was sent to show us from God that all the ministries, everything has to be restored. He was not set over, but he was set for the church. And the same it is with all the other subjects. God has just taken care of it. And all you who you are reading Brother Branham's sermons, did he forget anything? Did he not tell and say to all the sisters the place? Did he not show the place to all the brothers? Did he not speak about over all the elders? About everything. Everything. We were told. And we may emphasize that it was given to him by God himself. That everything, whatever the Lord said in Matthew 5, in Matthew 19, what Paul has written in 1 Corinthians 7, in 1 Corinthians 11, in Timothy, what Peter has said and written, he just summarized everything and to pass, he passed it on. And for this we are very grateful to God. The brothers shall not get the impression that somebody was set over them, above them, to rule them. No! And again, no! Alone to give out the food so that, so that not everyone preaches what, what he thinks to preach, but that all are coming into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge. 
And this just has to be recognized now by God himself. And honestly, we have to say, before the church can come into this unity of the faith, all the ministries, all the brothers who think to have a ministry from God, they have to submit to God first. Also this, we say it here very humbly, when Brother Brennan was shown how he should store in the food, he saw him carrying big baskets, but this was not yet a meal on the table. This was the storage, the supply. And if we go today in a house, and if the table is prepared, then nobody comes back from the shopping center and puts the things onto the table. No, a meal is prepared first. And at that time the Lord said, Give them to eat. Ye give them to eat. It's just our duty, our task to pass on the revealed word and to, to tell it to the brethren so that they include it in their preachings. Because right at the end, there cannot be all the other directions. This is impossible. The Lord at His return will find a bright church which has become one heart and one soul without spot and without wrinkle. That's how it will be. But let us be honest now. Put your hand on your heart. If, if all these signs of the time in such a clarity are being shown to us, that we not only have reached almost the end, but rather that the return of our Lord has become really very, very near. Then we, of course, have to come back to this word in Romans. And also all the brothers, they have to take it to heart. Namely, that the time has come, the hour has come for us. The hour has arrived. At that time, the question was, tell us. Tell us. It just touched me. Tell us. One notices what is behind this. Tell us. We have to know it. We cannot go into something un unprepared. Brothers and sisters, God made all things well. He has revealed his whole counsel up into the most little details, into the details of the Godhead. He really revealed everything to us, whatever we have to know. And then we are coming to the main point that the true sanctification which is valid before God can only be in the word of truth. 
and that the true unity of the bride church can only take place under the leading of the Holy Spirit. No own way, no own will anymore decide you alone, O Lord. And we read in 1 John, please remember these words in Romans 13, verse 11, that the hour is for us now. The hour has come for us. But let us read now in 1 John, chapter 5. 1 John, chapter 5. From verse 13. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life. That ye know that ye have eternal life. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. He doesn't say, ask and it will be given to you. Knock and it will be opened to you. No, here the man of God, led, led by the Holy Spirit, he comes to the point. Let us read this verse once again. And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if, if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Do we always want to say Amen to it? That we really bring, that, that we really check our petitions in, by the word, whether they are truly in the will of God, so that we get not disappointed. Asking anything according to His will, He will hear us. Verse 15, And if we know that He hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. Already given to us. Whatever we ask in the will of God, this has been given to us already by God. For this we have the guarantee, because all the promises of God are yea and amen. And with this word, we go to Hebrews, to chapter 10, where we once again are shown, time and again we read this scripture. But here, in Hebrews, in chapter 10, it says from verse 7, Then said I, Lo, I come, in the volume of the book it is written of me, to do thy will, O God. 
a promise of the Redeemer who has taken our place so that we also can be found in the will of God. Lo, I come in the volume of the book it is written to do thy will, O God. Yes, he came for it, for this purpose, to do the will of God. To do the will of God, we are on this earth, so that the will of God can take place through us. We read verse 9 and 10 in Hebrews 10. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first, that he may establish the second. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Here we have the divine order, the divine order for the church. Only in the will of God, all the promises of God, which are yes and amen, can find their fulfillment with us. And therefore, the message which God has given us to bring us in line with God and His Word. To emphasize the word in 1 John once again, 1 John chapter 4, here the Lord spoke of Himself and He has shown us how the will of God has to take place. Namely, that we live out the will of God according to the will of God. That we make it our food, that we are not speaking around God, thinking around God, bypassing Him. No, that we are living by every word of God that we live out every word of God by His grace. Here in 1 John, chapter 4, verse 34, Jesus answered them, My food is to do the will of Him who sent me. For completing his work. I don't know whether it stood out to us. For us. In Matthew 24, it doesn't speak only of the earthquake and uh, famines and all the catastrophes. The main thing is, of course, written in verse 14. The gospel of the kingdom must and will be preached unto all nations for a witness. And then the end shall come. In the midst of all what is taking place, be it famines, be it earthquakes, whatever takes place, the main thing is the proclamation of the everlasting gospel. 
And with this, all the nations have to be reached by His grace. Because that's how the first promise goes. Addressed to Abraham, In thee, all generations of the earth shall be blessed. And in Christ Jesus, our Lord and Redeemer, all kindreds have been blessed. And now the calling out takes place. Then we have, as already emphasized before, we not only have the everlasting gospel, but then the whole counsel of God is emphasized. And that then the food shall be given out. And there it says, And I will set him over all the goods, over everything. In fact, over everything. What was hidden before and what God has revealed to us by grace. I time and again emphasized it, brothers and sisters. There was never a period of time in which God's counsel, God's plan of salvation, God's word, God's mysteries were so clearly revealed as in our time. And now, once again, addressed to our brothers all over the earth. Also to Brother Bie and all the friends who are li listening now. God bless you. This is our desire, our sincere. Brother Joseph in King Shasa, all the brothers, wherever they are gathered now, in Benin, wherever they might be on the earth. God has a place for every ministry, but not taking the place of somebody else, but the place which God has prepared for you and for me. And that's how it has to come now. There too, it has to come. That we respect the divine order in the church. Up to now, Let us say it honestly, up to now, all are having their own ways, all are having their own revelation. What can God do with such? This is impossible. At the beginning, the flock of the believers were one heart and one soul. Nobody was speaking about some things. God has set the ministries. Paul wrote about it. But a ministry of Paul was, an, was a ministry which was set over, over... He was not bound to a local church, but he had to write over... And he could... He, he said in Acts 20, I have declared unto you the whole counsel of God. The same it was with the ministry of Brother Brenham. He was not bound to a local church, but he, his ministry had a significance for the universal church, for the church all over the earth. But this, the brothers have to recognize first who are thinking to have a ministry 
that in the minute sermons in the sermons of Brother Branham is for everybody is that what he needs for his ministry. And then the church shall judge not not what somebody thinks to be, because in Revelation 2 it says, you have tried those who have called themselves to be apostles, and you found them to be liars. To say something, what, what, what one thinks to be, it doesn't help anything. God has to confirm it. First, he has to speak out a commission and a sending. I believe that God will give grace now that the words which we just read, the hour has come. Who wants to de delay it? Who wants to take the risk to bypass what God is doing right now in the church? Now, a word from 1 Timothy, chapter 4. I tell you, the word of God is so precious. Wherever we read, all over there's comfort, there's admonition, there is teaching, correction. Everything is in the word of God. First Timothy chapter 4, we read First Timothy 4 verse 6. Here it is about those who have to bear, to carry the word. First Timothy 4 verse 6. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of sound doctrine, which thou hast taken for your measuring line. And what did Paul write before to the ministering brethren? What did he write? First Timothy, chapter 3, verse 15. 1 Timothy 3, verse 15. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and foundation of the truth. First you, Timothy, my co-worker and all, all who are co-workers in the kingdom of God, they first have to know how one, how one has to behave in the house of God. Today, everybody is doing what he likes. Everybody takes the tithe and everybody is blessing the people. No, and again, no. At first, firstly, all the ministering brethren have to know how they themselves have to behave in the church. And only then the church will come into the right 
order. Because the church doesn't belong to the pastor or the preacher or to the evangelist. The Lord paid the price. It's the church of Jesus Christ purchased by the blood of the Lamb. And Christ alone is the head of the church. And all the ministries have to submit to Him. And then comes the divine order back into the church. Let us read verse 16 in 1 Timothy, in chapter 4. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. So, addressed to all the ministers, this word is addressed. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. The doctrine has to be already in the word, not adding anything, not taking away anything from it, but the full gospel, the whole counsel of our God, proclaiming it by grace. And all who are having an ear to hear, they will hear that the Spirit speaks through the Word. They will not only hear the Word, they will hear the Spirit of God. It will be revealed to them by the Holy Spirit. Let us summarize what was said today in weakness. God pardoned us that we recognized time and hour. Brother Brenham was preaching a very strange sermon. Recognize the message and your day. Years have passed and many bypassed it. I think here of, on all the great evangelists who have built the, their own kingdoms in the kingdom of God and who, were, who bypassed with trumpets and drums what God decided for this time. And after the going, going home of Brother Brenham, it, it's no different, just the same as before, with the only difference that own interpretations, own teachings, own revelations were proclaimed. And the people were drawn into the... They were drawn to follow a man. They deceived and they were deceived, just as the Holy Scripture says it. What did we emphasize recently, brothers and sisters? What did we emphasize? We have to succeed. The Spirit of God has to succeed 
to bring the people in connection with God, to connect the people directly with God, not with a carrier of the Word, but with the Word, with the message to connect them. God just ordained it that way. There's no other way. Otherwise, we are looking to the man. No, we are looking to the Lord. It is our Lord, of course, who has the seven stars in his right hand. But it is him. It is him who walks in the midst of the seven golden candlesticks. So, let us thank the Lord our God for the grace which was granted to us to submit under the mighty hand of God. To believe the promises for our time, to see the plan of salvation and to respect it in its original form, receiving what God has prepared for us from eternity. And I tell you very honestly, only he who is really of God and who found grace in the sight of God will receive the word as a seed in himself. We will reject any interpretation and every word we will receive. The Lord is building his church in our time and by grace we may be part of it. May all be blessed worldwide by His grace. From the high north in Finland up to Palermo and all over the earth, may all be blessed. And in particular, may all ministering brethren recognize and respect the counsel of God for this time. And may they submit and humble themselves under the mighty hand of God, forsaking their own ways, but rather walking unto the way of the Lord. And only then comes harmony among the brethren and among the various ministries. And then the Lord can walk forward with the church. And then we are one heart and one soul. Please don't forget the word. The hour is here. It doesn't come. The hour is here. Please don't forget that the disciples asked, Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. He told it to us. To, he told us what will happen. To, he told us what he promised. And he revealed it to us by grace. That we may receive it by faith. And by grace we can witness it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Let us stand up for prayer. Thanking the Lord. Let us sing just as I am.
richtig meint, singe noch einmal von Herzen. So. Als Gemeinde, die wir hier aus vielen Sprachen und Nationen We are gathered here from many nations and tongues we are gathered. Tonight we will pray that all our brothers who are doing a ministry somewhere that they recognize what they were told so that they really Submit to the Lord and to what He said, that they really can submit to it. That the Lord can have His way with His church by His grace. I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. We ask Brother Didier that He comes, that He prays with us. Brother Didier, come and pray with us. We are all tuning in. We are all praying. We bring everything before the Lord and He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. Lord our God, we are so grateful for tonight you have spoken to us. You have invited us to recognize the time by your word the hour where we have to awake from sleep for the time is here so that your church is really preparing I thank you Lord for your grace may all the ministries be at work in harmony so that we of a truth can receive the teaching of the word that we remain faithful with what you entrusted to us the word will change our hearts from the very beginning beloved Lord bless your people all over the earth so that we are ready for the hour which will come. We are of the full conviction that you will return very soon. May our hearts be prepared. Bless every brother, every sister and fill our hearts. May your promises come to fulfillment through us, for they are yea and amen.
Bless your servant, Lord. You have given your word which rules over us. And also the spiritual food in due time. The message of the end time which is preparing your people. Dear Lord, lead us and bless each one of us and confirm thy word. Thank you, Lord. We thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you blessed us and forgive all our trespasses and purify us by the blood of the Lamb. In the name of Jesus Christ, bless your people all over the earth and bless all who have a ministry so that we are faithful to the teaching which you have given to us. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, our Savior. Amen. My God, let us pray once again. And if brothers would like to raise hands, they can do it. Beloved Lord, you ever faithful God, come to your right. Come thou to your right in thy church with all the ministers, with me, with all who are carrying your word. Come to your right in this time. Have thine own way with us. Sanctify us in thy truth. Thy word is the truth. May we all respect your word and may we become a word bride by your grace. May your blessing come upon us. May your blood purify us. Have thine own way with all of us. To you, the Almighty God, be the praise and honor and glory and adoration now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Just say Hallelujah. Lord, have thine own way. Bless, crown with mercy and with loving kindness. Give faith, give obedience, sanctify us in thy truth. Thy word is the truth. Hallelujah. 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 Oh God. Oh God. Hallelujah. 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 Vielleicht. Perhaps. Amen. 
Perhaps our sisters have a song which fits to what was said. We are really very, very near to the return of our Lord. We are lifting up our heads because we know that our redemption is drawing near. Tell us, tell us, dear Lord, and then the hour is here. He told it to us, and we recognized that the hour is really here. The hour is here. Der Bräutkamm kommt, oh, denkt an sein Wort. Wacht ihre Lüsten, wacht immer fort. Zu jeder Stunde, an jedem Ort. Wachet der Herr, kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen. Eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen und dir entgegen gehen. Der Bräutkamm kommt, wer Rechtes bedenkt, hält seinen Blick zum Ziele gelenkt. Nicht in das Irdsche Treiben versenkt, wachet der Herr, kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen. Und dir entgegen gehen. Der Bräutkamm kommt, ihr wisst es zuvor, richtet nach oben Auge und Ohr, richtet den Sinn, die Herzen empor, wachet der Herr, kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen und dir entgegen gehen. Der Bräutkamm kommt und wer unverlässt, ihm seine Treue hält bis zuletzt, wird über Großes der Einst gesetzt, wachet der Herr, kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, Eifrig sei im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, 
bis wir dich sehen und dir entgegen gehen. Der Bräutkamm kommt und holet die Braut, die sich auf Erden schon ihm vertraut, die auf sein Kommen stündlich geschaut. Wachet, der Herr kommt bald. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen und dir entgegen gehen. Herr, wir wollen in Bereitschaft stehen, eifrig sein im Wachen und im Flehen, bis du erscheinst, Herr, bis wir dich sehen und dir entgegen gehen.